Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, as it is the Ball Report brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. We'll look back on the Georgia game ahead to Vanderbilt. Got a lot going on as Jacob Warren joins us now. Enjoy life when you see better. The Ball Report brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. So, uh, Jacob, we've had discussions uh, after games where you're sky high. We've had discussions that haven't been so great. Um, How are you feeling after the the, the rather one-sided Georgia game? How do you feel? Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, like you said, there's times when you feel amazing. There's times when you don't necessarily feel very good. This is probably one of the times when, you know, you don't feel very good coming out of a game just because, you know, you don't feel like, first of all, you know, offensively, at least I'll speak for the offense because that's all I really, you know, I know is you you don't really play as well as, as you want. Obviously, you open up the game with, you know, a pretty crazy electric play, like just something that's, you know, really cool and just obviously a great effort by everybody on the field. Um, and then you just, you know, struggle to be able to, you know, do a lot of things you want to do. So it, it does feel bad and it's not necessarily the best feeling ever. Um, but again, similar to after Missouri, man, if, if um, you know, if, if a loss is the worst thing that, you know, happens to me and makes me feel the worst, then, I you know, I guess I got some good problems in life, so. That's very true. That's very true. So, so how is morale on this football team um, after a, a couple of weeks like you've had? I mean, yeah, you just have to continue to show up. I think that everybody's done a good job of, you know, regardless of how you feel about, you know, certain circumstance or, you know, the game or whatever, everybody shows up and everybody continues to love on each other and continues to enjoy being around each other. You know, I don't hear any, you know, griping and moaning about just being, you know, in the, in the building and in the facility and, and, and doing the things that we, we got to do. Um, and that, you know, that's growth. I think that you, you know, in the past may have seen a lot of, of guys, you know, just like not enjoying being around each other, you know I mean? Just kind of getting annoyed with each other and just things start to, to split. And I haven't seen any of that, you know, on this team it's just as much as we've been through and just the amount of progress that we've made over the past few years, you know, I think we do a really good job of in these hard times, being able to just lean on each other and, yeah, just continue to show up and continue to try to get better each day. I want to ask you about that, <clears throat> that big play by Jalen Wright to start the game. <clears throat> remind you, the ball report is brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. Look at me, no contacts, no glasses. 
I can see fantastic near and far. And it's local doctors that will take care of you. Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Han enjoy life better when you see better. After that first run, what's the sideline like? Uh, Jalen Wright with a 70-plus yard touchdown run. Had to feel pretty good. Yeah, felt great. I mean, it felt similarly to how I feel everyone else in the stadium felt. Um, <clears throat> just the pure just noise and chaos and energy that you know we all got from that play. Um, and then you kind of quickly have to be like, look, like, yeah, that happened. That was great. It was an amazing first play. But, you know, we have to continue to go do that and continue to, you know, make plays like that. Because <clears throat> um, if you don't, obviously, you're not just going to stop playing after the first play, right? So um, I think that's something we learned from, you know, I mean, having an extreme spike in energy and, and in enthusiasm and, you know, a great play like that at the beginning and being able to just, you know, reset, refocus, just the same way if something bad goes goes you know some bad happens first play you got to refocus you got to you know be able to reset i think you know similarly if something really really good happens like what happened on saturday you got to be able to reset and got to be able to you know go do it again so from from that point forward how much of it was mistakes that maybe you guys made or georgia just being probably the preeminent program in the nation um you know every Every week, regardless of, of who you play, the conversation is going to always be, man, there, there's things that we're not doing, right? There's mistakes that we make that lead to this, that lead to that. Um, for sure, props to them, and, and they deserve the credit that they get and all that stuff. Like, no one's saying they're overrated or anything. But, you know, there's all types of things in the film that you see that are the cause of, you know, us not being successful, whether it's us killing ourselves with – you know, we play pretty clean penalty-wise, you know what I mean, but us just having some costly penalties at the beginning of drives or, you know, <clears throat> whatever it may be, in execution on a route, you know, that leads to, you know, something looking like somebody overthrew, you know, the quarterback overthrew the ball, but it's really the route. or Just all these little tiny details that, you know, we all see in film that you just really wish you had back. Um, that's kind of just the, the story, right? That's kind of how it goes whenever you have a loss like that is we just didn't do enough. We didn't execute well enough to – to be successful. You 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 played when they've won gone on to win national champions championships. Um is this Georgia team as good because they've kind of been up and down this season, but how do you view this Georgia team compared to the others? Um I guess I've never really you know thought thought about that yet. Um I think that again like I said, they're a talented team, one of the best teams in the nation for a reason, right? And I think that, um, you know, if they continue to put together really good performances and continue to, you know, <clears throat> execute the way that they did on Saturday, then, yeah, they'll have a really good chance of, of winning it again. And I think that, you know, I don't know. I, th at that point, that's probably not – I don't know. I'm probably not the best one to talk about stuff like that. But um, I think that they have an extreme amount of talent. They, they do play really well together. Um, make it made a lot of plays when they needed to, and that's kind of the moral of it. I think there's two ways to look at this week. And again, the Vol Report brought to you by Doctors Campbell Cunningham and Taylor on local vision done correctly in East Tennessee. If if I'm a player or just a guy in a job, you know, and I've got Thanksgiving coming up, and I had a bad weekend, I could think to myself, I'm just going to slide through this week and get yeah. to December and or I could go out and really challenge myself yeah. and the best I possibly could. In your case, it would be beat Vanderbilt as bad as you could. I mean, it, 
Um, what do you feel like is the mindset right now uh, after having a couple of days for this to sit with you? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of our strength coaches had a really good point today. Just in, the, in the weight room, we were working out and he mentioned how, <clears throat> you know, the common man, right? Just every every other guy, person that doesn't, you know, doesn't necessarily care about, you know, being the best they can or whatever. The common person would just kind of, like you said, show up and just kind of slide through the week and, you know, go through the motions and just kind of figure out a way to get by until next week, whenever the season's over. Um, the uncommon man takes this opportunity to, you know, get better and to truly focus on, you know, what they need to improve on and, you know, watch the film very critically and be like, okay, now what do I have to do to be really successful the next week? And, and, and nothing changes based on, you know, the time of year, right? We should be attacking this last week the same way you attack the first one and the fifth one and the seventh one. Like there's no, there should be no shift in how you approach this game, regardless of who you're playing or, you know, what the situation is or how many games we've won or what bowl games we're going to. Like realistically, none of that matters, right? Because there's nothing you can really do about it other than just go out there and play this one as hard as you can. So um, I definitely think that, yeah, there'll be distractions and stuff this week that are amazing, right? Thanksgiving's <clears throat> one of my favorite holidays personally, because I love to eat. Um, but, you know, just oh, being, yeah. being able to, you know, have that time away and, and spend some time with the family, but also be able to come back and, and be ready to go have you know the best day on Saturday. So Jake, one of the things I like about you is you, you've never made excuses <clears throat> and I don't want to try to make one for you. Yeah. But every team has injuries. Yeah. But yours this year on the whole football team have seemed to be key. Yeah. Um, Keenan Pilly, who's expected to step in and be that Mike backer early in, in the season. Uh, Brew McCoy, Cooper Mays, uh, Kamal Haddon, as I thought he was just starting to play his best ball of his career. Yeah. Um, I know you you're not using that as an excuse, but how much of an impact do you think that's had on the season? Yeah. Um, again, another another big key that you know has been hit, you know, within just kind of the leadership and um, kind of just the message of the program right now is you know there are no asterisks on wins, right? There's no asterisks on losses. You can't say, oh, we lost that game, but we were down our starting wide, two of our starting wide receivers, you know, our right guard, our, our left guard, our tackle, our starting mic, our cornerback. There's no one, that's not how the game is measured, right? There's no one really cares. The game doesn't care about things like that, right? <clears throat> the game is the game and there's a winner, there's a loser. Um, so yeah, you have to go out there and you have to compete with, with what you have and you think you put the best product out there on the field. Um, again, without making excuses, yeah, there has been a lot of, of unfortunate, you know, circumstances and, and events and injuries and things like that that have probably hindered the whatever, however you want to say it. There has been injuries that have had an impact on the way that we play, sure. Um, but that's not an excuse to not go out there and <clears throat> still be able to put out the Tennessee brand of football. And I think that that's, you know, definitely the the you know media way to say it, but I truly do believe that that's, that's correct. You know what I mean? You, you have to have guys that step up and – and play the same brand of football that, you know, the starters would, right. Regardless of, of situation. So, you know, when, when you're playing video games, you're, you're, you're playing Madden. I mean, uh, those sorts of things. And maybe one day there'll be a college football game again, sure. but you don't have to take into account the psychological impact of making some sort of uh, drastic move. Mm -hmm. And one of those I'm asked about all the time, and you, you, you know, this is, 
Uh, why not play Nico some now? Because the season, there's not a championship at stake. Why not play him some now? How would that affect, do you think, the psychology of the team, the camaraderie of the team? Because you guys have been so behind Joe to this point. Yeah, and I don't I don't know. Honestly, I, I really don't know. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how it affect us. I don't know how it affect Joe. I don't know how it affect Coach. I don't, I don't really know. And that's something that I guess we'd find out if it were to happen. And I don't <clears throat> I don't know what the right move is. I don't, I don't, that's not my decision to make again. And, and, you know, I think that regardless of who's back there, and I've said this so many times, regardless of who's back there, truly, like you have to trust him and you have to believe that he's going to you know, be the guy to do it. Um, so regardless, end of the day is, is, yeah, we always will back Joe and we always will back Nico. We always will back Gaston. If he's in the game, like these are, these are our guys, right? These are the people that we, that we, go to work with every single day. Um, so I don't, I don't, I really don't know how anyone would handle it, but I know that as of right now, it's, it's Joe and he will continue to, you know, put his best foot forward and, and do what he can. So. You have been such a great ambassador for the program. Thank you. And you, you, it's obvious that you love the university of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be standing there on Saturday in Elon stadium. Right. And you're going to see that T and they're going to, I assume they're going to do, still do the special thing where you walk out there one at a time. Yeah. What's that going to be like for you? Um, it's going to be cool, man. It's, it's weird. Cause I'm thinking last year was my last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You did it last year, right? I was able to do it, but you know, it def- definitely didn't quite. I think that was another one of the moments when I felt like, you know, I may have been leaning the wrong way as far as leaving was in that moment. I didn't feel like it was over. I didn't feel like <clears throat> this was really, truly like it for me. Right. So I think that that was a moment last year that I definitely had a realization of like, yeah, this isn't the, I'll still, I guess, think I still want to be here this year. There's no coming back. Right. Like this, this is it. That is it. No other choice. There's no other option. The NCAA is going to make you leave after this no, year. Like, as much as I would like for you to stay around. They're going to throw me out. They're not going to lie. They're not going to let me do it. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be awesome. And I, I, you know, I sure hope that people are excited to, you know, maybe some people happy to see me go. I don't know, but people, people will be excited that, that they'll get to celebrate me and, and it'll be, it'll be great. Everybody get to be a center of attention. This is so awesome. Right. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but I'll get, to, you know, have my time and, and just kind of reflect on just how long it's been and <clears throat> all the things that we've been able to do here. So. I'm definitely thinking about it a lot. And I think about, you know, today, today was the last, you know, the last Monday practice tomorrow will be the last Tuesday practice. Like there's all these things that kind of go through your head as you, as it kind of winds down. So um, definitely be a sentimental week and we'll be, we'll be fun. I want to ask you three questions and they're going to, they're going to escalate and uh, positivity. Okay. The first one. When did you first realize when you showed up, up on campus that, holy Hannah, this is a different level of football? Was there that welcome to the SEC moment or welcome to college football moment? Um, I mean, yeah, I think that there, there's a moment that you definitely sit there and you're like, wow, I don't I did not think this was going to be, you know, I mean, I, I thought I was nice. Right. I thought I was good. Like and then you kind of come in and very quickly realized that everybody's nice. Everybody's good. Everybody was the best guy at their school. Um, so yeah, I had that realization pretty quick and, um, 
didn't help that again I wasn't the strongest biggest guy on on the team in the tight end room so you know got my butt hand to me quite a bit so yeah pretty quickly into that first spring ball you realize that yeah and this is a little bit different you have to figure it out so okay let me ask you this when was that moment you you walked off the field practice field and said I can play I I, I can survive I can thrive yeah I can play here there was a moment, um, it was in fall camp of the same year, freshman year. Um, <clears throat> there was a guy named Jonathan Conbo, who oh, yeah. was defend, like a rush, like an edge rush guy, defensive end. And for some reason, I don't know why, I really don't know why, I was going against him one-on-one in a board drill, right? And it was one of those things where it just kind of was just a rotation that ended up happening. And, um you know, I take my steps and I really try to come off the ball, obviously, because this, this large human, right? He's really strong, really, really physical. I mean, just I wouldn't say I beat him or like flat backed him or anything like that, like at all. But I just held my own. Right. And I I realized at that moment that I was like, OK, I, I can do this. Like, I just need to figure out how to do it. But I know I can do it. It's just a matter of figuring out the way that I'm going to end up doing it. Um, so that was a big moment for me and just like the confidence of like, yeah, OK. I know I'm I'm not quite there yet, but I'm I'm getting there and, and I will be there eventually. Um I guess belong there, you know, 2020, you know, struggle with <clears throat> you know, that's when I really started playing and I was like, wow, do I, you know, kind of get beat a lot. Like just didn't really know, you know, how the flow of the game worked, the speed of the game was a lot different. And then just had, you know, good conversation with the tight end coach at that at that time was Joe Osset. And so he really helped me a lot. Um, just with his encouragement and just positive words and stuff. And that was kind of when my mentality definitely shifted, you know, playing wise that, you know, yeah, I do belong. Like, again, let me figure out how I can actually be successful. Um, but I do belong here and I made the right choice. Like, you know, I, th- I can be successful here. So. So the last of my three questions, it can be during the game. It can be another time. Mm-hmm. If you could relive one day from your UT career, what would it be? Um, same outcome or could change the outcome? It's got to be same outcome. Same and then I'm going to ask you another one. Are you going to ask me a different outcome? <laughs> okay, let's start with a different outcome. You can go back. You can change time. You're like the Terminator. So I know, I know exactly what it'd be, and it's going to be the same answer forever, probably. Um, it was 2021, Ole Miss, and obviously driving to go like try to win the game. I catch the ball across the middle. Uh, was probably three inches short of the first down marker. Fans going crazy. Some people think it's first down. Some people don't think it's first down. They end up marking it short. Again, the mustard bottle, the golf ball, all these things now proceed to happen in front of me. And I'm sitting here like, man, like – it's all my fault. It's all my fault, right? That's the first initial reaction to, as a kid, being like, "Ah, this is literally all my fault." And obviously, there was other events leading up to that. It wasn't just that one moment that that lost us the game, but that is a moment in my career that I really, you know, wish I could have back. And if I could go back and change an outcome, it would be that. If I could go back and live another day and not change the outcome, have the same outcome, it would definitely probably be Alabama, just because that yeah. was such a fun experience and that's such an experience that, you know will remember forever and, and means a lot to, to me and a lot of the guys on this team, not just because again, you win the game, but just kind of what it stood for um, for the program. 
says something about you as a competitor because all great competitors remember the games they lost more than they, they remember the games they win. Every great competitor that I've interviewed over uh, 25 years, um, they, they, they all feel the same way. So I think that says a lot about you. Uh, hey, best of luck against Vanderbilt. We're going to continue to chat and um, uh, we're going to talk you right up until you're that first pick in the NFL draft and we look forward to it. Can't wait. Thank you. He is Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.